Hi, wherever you're listening to me, I hope you're doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. Facebook's parent company, Meta Platforms, will lay off 10,000 more workers and incur restructuring costs ranging from $3 billion to $5 billion, the company said Tuesday, with CEO Mark Zuckerberg warning economic instability could continue for many years, CNBC reports. Over the next couple of months, the company will cut team hierarchies, cancel lower-priority projects and reduce hiring, Zuckerberg said in a message to employees, which was also posted to the company's blog. The company will also close 5,000 additional open roles that it hasn't filled yet. In a filing with the US Securities Exchange Commission, Meta also said it anticipated lower total expenses in 2023, ranging from $86 billion dollars to $92 billion, CNBC reports. The new round of layoffs follows a previous round of cuts announced in November that affected more than 11,000 workers, which equated to roughly 13% of the company's overall staff. With respect to the global macroeconomic slowdown, which prompted the first round of cuts, Zuckerberg said that the company should prepare for the possibility that this new economic reality will continue for many years, according to CNBC. In more big tech news, OpenAI yesterday announced the next version of its primary large language model, GPT-4, that it says exhibits human-level performance on many professional tests, according to CNBC. OpenAI, which comprises a non-profit research team and a for-profit company, said it used Microsoft Azure to train the model. Microsoft has invested several billions of dollars in the startup, and has also released a version of its Bing search engine that includes OpenAI's ChatGPT. Bing's AI chatbot uses GPT-4, Microsoft said yesterday, according to CNBC. GPT-4 is more accurate than the previous versions, GPT-3 and GPT-3.5, according to OpenAI. It performed the 90th percentile on a simulated bar exam, the 93rd percentile on an SAT reading exam, and the 89th percentile on the SAT math exam, according to the company. However, OpenAI warns that the new software is far from being perfect or reliable in many scenarios. It still has a major problem with hallucination or making responses up and is still prone to insisting it is correct when it is wrong, according to CNBC. India's Enforcement Directorate is investigating several crypto cases for money laundering schemes and so far has seized 953.7 crore rupees or about $115.5 million in such crimes, TechCrunch reports, citing the Ministry of Finance. The ministry's statement was in written response to a question in the country's parliament, which was published on the Lok Sabha's website on March 13th. The Enforcement Directorate has also arrested five individuals in crimes abetted by cryptocurrency, and in the past sent a show-cause notice to local crypto exchange X and its directors for crypto transactions exceeding $338 million, the ministry said, according to TechCrunch. The disclosure comes at a time when India is pushing ahead with rules to better scrutinize the activities of cryptocurrency companies, while so far New Delhi has resisted formulating a blanket law to regulate the virtual digital assets, TechCrunch notes. Last week, the Ministry of Finance said that cryptocurrencies will be governed by anti-money laundering rules. 
and under the new change, crypto exchanges, NFT providers and custody wallet operators will be responsible for monitoring suspicious financial activities, according to TechCrunch. Businesses operating in the crypto space will be required to perform know-your-customer verifications. Exchanges and wallet providers will be required to implement anti-money laundering and combating of financing of terrorism controls and to be licensed or registered and supervised or monitored by national authorities, the Ministry of Finance reiterated in the statement published on March 13th. And in some IT services news, I bring you the update a little belatedly that Mohit Joshi last week resigned as president of Infosys to be named managing director and CEO designate at Tech Mahindra. Mohit will take over as MD and CEO on December 20th as the long-time incumbent CP Gurnani retires on December 19th according to the Mumbai-listed company's stock exchange filing and a press release on March 11th. Mohit is expected to join much earlier to facilitate a good transition. Mohit's 22-year tenure at Infosys will come to an end in June. Until then, he will be on leave, Money Control reports. This is the second big exit for Infosys in 2023 after Ravi Kumar S., also an Infosys president at the time, left to become CEO of larger US-based rival Cognizant Technology Solutions in January. Mohit, at Infosys, was head of the global financial services and healthcare and the software businesses, which included Finical, the company's core banking platform, and the AI and automation portfolio. Mohit also led sales operations and transformation for Infosys and had executive responsibility for all large deals across the company. He was also responsible for the company's internal CIO function and the Infosys Knowledge Institute. He has been a non-executive director at Aviva PLC since 2020 and is a member of its risk and governance and nomination committees. In 2014, Mohit joined the prestigious Young Global Leader Program at the World Economic Forum, Davos, and is also a member of Young Presidents Organization. Previously, Mohit has also held the office of the Vice Chair of the Economic Growth Board of the Confederation of British Industry. Before Infosys, where he worked from the year 2000, Mohit worked with ABN AMRO and ANZ Grindleys in their corporate and investment bank. Mohit has lived and worked in Asia, America and Europe and currently lives with his wife and two daughters in London, according to the press release. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast app. I'm Hari Arakli. Thank you for listening.